Welcome to the One Meal, One Workout Podcast, your new approach to food and fitness, brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementopie.com. And now, here are your hosts, Aaron Butler, Don Sullivan, and Mark Cockrell. Hey, everybody. Welcome to One Meal, One Workout. I've got Don and Mark with me. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Awesome. Your enthusiasm is overwhelming. I can hardly contain myself. Uh, we are here today. We're going to have Jennifer Swafford with us. Jennifer is the blogger behind it sucks to be fat.com, a, a great blog about um, weight loss and the struggles that we, we, the overweight of America and the world and the universe, uh, go through together. So, um, she'll be on here in a minute. But first, let's talk about a few things. Mark, I saw the Avengers. Did you see the Avengers? I did see the Avengers. Awesome. Don, unfortunately, you have not seen the Avengers yet. Is that correct? Indeed, I have not. Well, we'll try not to give any spoilers. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. You were going to, uh, earlier, I said, go ahead. Earlier, I asked you, what'd you think of it? And I said, we'll save it for the show. Uh, so my the, the review that I have given a number of times on, on, on several different podcasts now and, and talking to other people is The Avengers is an outstanding movie as long as you check your brain at the door before you walk in. You are not allowed to think or reason in any way. Um, and when I said that to a friend of mine, uh, they used the phrase uh, that is common in, in uh, fiction, willful suspension of disbelief. And right. I said, yes, you do have to suspend disbelief and reason and logic and basic understanding of rudimentary physics. Once you do that, it is an awesome movie that you can really enjoy. Well, it, well the, if you're going into uh, an Avengers movie expecting vibranium, which is the metal that Captain America <laughs> shield on, right. to obey the standard laws of physics and the Norse God who actually turns out to be an alien guy to, you know, to, to act like a normal human. Oh yeah. And the gamma irradiated guy that turns green and giant and grows 10 foot tall, but you know, it doesn't, his pants still stay on. There you go. That's right there. That's suspension of disbelief. Right. Uh, of course. Yeah. But if you take it for what it's worth, which is basically it's a modern myth, um, you know, the same way that, uh, that Jack didn't plant magic beans that grew up into the sky either. Um, then it's worth, then it's a story worth watching. Yeah. And it's, uh, excellent humor, um, yeah. and good action and it's a good ensemble cast. It's just really worth watching. Um, but, uh, it, it violated one of the, the cardinal rules that I have is that, that is that you can set up any rules you want within your fiction story. There can be teleporters, there can be, uh, you know, uh, telepathic people, you can, whatever you want, but you must stay with your own rules. And they didn't well, do I'm, that. They broke their own rules. What rule did they break? Can well, you I tell it without spoiling it? I, you know, I really couldn't do that. Okay, we'll have to do it off the air then. Okay. Because I didn't notice it. Maybe it's because I'm so enthralled because I bought my first Avengers comic in 1979, so I'm something of a fan. Right. Uh, I will say this, though. Um, when you get Robert Downey Jr., who's a great ad-lib, witty, witty guy, obviously, if you've seen any of the Iron Man movies, you know the, how he plays the character so well. And you get Josh Whedon, the, the, the final draft writer and director of the movie, who's known for his witty dialogue. You're going to have some pretty pretty snappy dialogue in there and it was it was good the thing i liked about it and i could do a whole podcast about it but i'm not gonna you really could i really could the thing i liked about it um was it was a really good balance of action humor um in the sense of some pretty lighthearted stuff but also some pretty witty stuff and some good character development it had all of it it didn't have just one or the other it wasn't transformers where it's only action and it wasn't some you know swarmy drama movie that just I feel so much for you in my heart. It wasn't that. And and they also, I feel like for the first time, really got the superhero level action right. 
Um, you know, when, when, uh, when Thor and Iron Man are fighting and uh, you, if you've seen any of the trailers, you've seen it, you know, um, so I'm not giving a spoiler there in the, in the forest and they're knocking down, you know, five foot diameter trees as they're flying through the air and bolts of lightning and gouges in the ground. You know, the old Superman movies, the original Superman movies, if Superman was fighting a non superpowered person, he would just thump them on the nose or just pick them up and hold them. If he was fighting General Zod, who was superpowered, then it would just be a fist fight between them and they were both superpowered. <laughs> you know, but the scope of the battles and things in this is is is, is finally reaching the level of a they should be. They should be epic for a show like this. And you have to watch it just to find out why Thor and Iron Man are fighting. You do. Yeah, and, th and there there are some great humor moments in the movie theater. I saw it at nine fifty five AM on Friday. Um, took the day off work to go see it so I didn't have to fight the crowds. And Cheryl and I went and Daniel was in school and, and we thoroughly enjoyed it and went for sushi afterwards. And if you've ever awesome wondered trip. what happens when Mjolnir, the magic hammer, comes face to face with Captain America's vibranium shield, that part will be very satisfying to you. Yes. And also, if you've ever wondered if Hulk, the strongest creature in the universe, could pick up the hammer that you can't pick up unless you're worthy of it, that question's answered as well. Very good. Actually, that's actually already happened. I think both of those things have happened in the comics. Anybody that reads the comic already knows. But um, <laughs> anyway. So, uh, Don, sorry. Sorry, we just had that conversation with you on the side there. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry we, we no had No spoilers. I'm proud of you. You guys did good. You're in a we new tried. place, Don. What's up with that? I are in temporary new place, yes. I'm in a hotel. All, lead, in, all roads lead there, right? All roads lead to Georgia? Rome, Georgia. Rome. Ah, Rome. gotcha. Yes. So I'm here for work. I'm in a hotel room using their crappy internet, so... If you can't understand a word I say, this is probably take number seven. And we just went with it because we're sick of hearing me go. Yes. Reminds me of my story about the wiring on the the dryer, the oven. I told you that story, didn't I, Mark? Don, I tell you. You said it on the podcast. I thought so. I love that story because it was very funny and frustrating at the same time. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode. So, Don, Florida Rock. FL.rock, not registered? Totally not registered. Well, I put on there last week, registered, because I intended to go that night and register. Uh-huh. And then I didn't. Yeah. So and, what's up with that? Well, it's been crazy this week. Um, okay. One of the reasons, because I'm in... Wait, wait I'm going right I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hold up fingers for all the excuses. Ready? Go. Yes. Excuse number one. Okay. It's crazy this I didn't week. Do it. Excuse number two. I'm in I didn't Rome. Do it. Excuse number three. Number, number three. I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. Number four, I didn't do it. Yeah. That's that's why I started with I didn't do it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. Down, I'm fine with saying that. We can just leave it there. That's cool. I'm good with it. So when you when no are you pressure. gonna do it? When's what's the plan? When's it on the schedule? That's a, that's a good question. Like as soon as we hang up this Skype call, there's that no reason you couldn't do it then. Because no, I told my no, wife just earlier, right before the podcast, I said, FYI, we're going to uh to Don and Abby's house um and on August eighteenth to uh so don and i can go do a mud run together in florida and she said the thing may have already started school and i said that's all right i don't care you know what we're going and that's all there is to it y'all know that really happened just like that right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no so when did I she said, get home yeah exactly no i did tell her and she said well the thing may have already started school and i said well it should be okay we can drive down friday night uh the race is on saturday we can drive back either saturday evening or sunday morning and we should be fine you know she said okay so yeah, as soon as you get registered and get the team name, get that yeah, team name. Yeah, we got to come up with we'll, a good team name. I don't know what I'm going to do. How about, um, 
How about the four horsemen of the podpocalypse? <laughs> I don't know that there will be podcast people there other than you and I, because Mark's just a cool name. volunteered to not come from Texas. Yeah. We can call it, we could, we could call ourselves the former fat guys. So we could, if we wanted to do that, anyway, I don't know. Go with a good name, Don. We'll, we'll yeah, I like to do that when I'm running the 5Ks and things like that. When you get to the water station and you like turn a corner, I'll say, watch out, fat guy coming through like that as I go by. That always gets a little chuckle out of people. So, all right. So as soon as we get the team name and we get registered, anybody that wants to come join us in Florida, um, we would love to have you just show up and be like, I'm here because I listen to the podcast and I drove 27 hours and I'm crazy and you probably want to get a restraining order. <laughs> be amazing. They're coming from Northwestern Canada. Yeah. So, uh, last night guys, I'm pretty excited. You know, I'm in my new house. I figured out my new 5k route, my new three mile route around the house. And let me tell you, it has some hills. It has some hills. So you're saying it's a little hilly. It's a little hilly. Don, you, you ran the, my old 5K route, and the, I had what I called affectionately the bump. The, you know, the one yes. little hill at the end. Of yeah, the a little, uh, little bit of an elevation change there. Yeah, for, uh, for those of you that don't know about the bump, um, my person that worked the water station, which was at the top of the bump, you know, the, the, I, did, I had a 5K on this route uh, you know, last April before last, and several of my coworkers came who did it who don't run all the time. And, um, and so the water station, as, after the last person got done, there was still about not quite two miles of the route left because it wasn't really exactly halfway through. She went ahead and loaded up the water station, drove back to the beginning of the race, and she was laughing when she got out of the car. Where I was at the end of the race waiting for the runners to get there. She said, Aaron, it was so funny. I said, what? She said, one of your friends comes running up the hill, and he said, he said when I get back to the end of the race, I'm going to punch Aaron Butler directly in the face. And my other coworker said, I'll pay you $5 for every time you do it. <laughs> they were, you did not tell me about this hill. And, uh, Let's just say I have climbed ladders that are less steep than this hill. <laughs> That's why I just call it the bump. It, 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 it brings it down where I can handle it. It is a pretty steep little hill. It's not long. It isn't long. It's only a couple hundred yards long, but it is, it is. And it's deceptively steep because you go up market a pretty good, probably like a 30 degree angle. You know, a pretty good steep anyway, and then you kind of make a little dog leg left, and you crank it back up another 15 to 20 degrees, and it is just straight up this hill. Um, but this new neighborhood that I'm running in, I do half my route in my neighborhood and half the neighborhood across the, the way. It has about three of the first half of those hills, Don, to give you an idea. It's like you come in the neighborhood, and you go down and up and down and up and down and up. Three of those. Not the super steep part, but the the previously steep part. So that'll be good. For me, uh, good training for me. I haven't been running a lot of hills because it's harder on my knee, my IT band. So I've been laying off them, but I feel like I'm getting healthy enough now that I can start doing some hills again. So, all right. That's a lot of talking. Putting lots of words in this podcast. Lots of words. Talking a lot. Must be the diet drink I just had. Those of you that knew my thing about getting off diet drinks, I got off, but I'm back on. I'm not on as hardcore as I was one time, but I have worked them back into my routine, mostly because... I felt like I needed to kind of, I was trying to do multiple things at once. Let me just talk about this. I mean, about focusing on something in your, in your workout regimen. I was cutting out the diet drinks and trying to come back from injury and trying to move and trying to do a big ramp up at work. I just felt like I had too many things taking my, my, my energy and focus. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to let the diet drinks just kind of come back in. Cause what was happening was, is when I found myself wanting to snack in the afternoon, I would go to the desk with the M&Ms or the desk with the Reese's peanut butter cups to get that little something snack in the afternoon. Whereas before I would just grab a diet drink 
and that would that seemed to help. So I don't have diet drinks at my office, but if I get where I'm like I'm about to break down and go grab the M and M's, most of the time, not always, uh, I will just grab myself a diet drink. I'll borrow one from Sonya and I'll write on her magic board. Aaron owes Sonya two apples, three <laughs> diet drinks, like that, and then keep a tally, and then I'll go buy her something afterwards. <clears throat> so you're so up to like pretty much a Porsche at this point, is what you're saying? Yeah, and right now I think it's that two diet drinks and and one apple, what it is. I, I treated it back up not too long ago. So in the news, guys, do you have anything else you want to share in the warm-up before I go on and jump to the news? It's pretty ahead. warm. All right. Uh, cool cool article, 14 shape-up shortcuts from fitb.com, uh, fitb.msn.com, excuse me. Uh, it was a really interesting article. Um, it's got 14, obviously, hence the name, shape-up shortcuts, all different kinds of, uh, of ideas. So like, let me just jump right here. Um, number one is jump to it is what is the article. And it says rather than, rather than plod through a slow and time sucking warm up jog, kick off your routine with 20 jumping jacks in less than a minute. These simple, but explosive old school moves activate your upper and loaded, lower body muscles and quickly raise your heart rate. So, and then like number two is start strong. Uh, people who push themselves in the first half of the workout burn 23% more fat than those who do the opposite. I had to kiss my son. Sorry. Um, and so there's just, there's 14 of those great little tips like that. So it's a, it's a good article. Take a moment and read it. Um, and I think you will benefit from it. I know I'm going to apply a few of those. I'm going to correct your grammar there, Aaron. You got to kiss your son. You didn't, I, I want to say I had to. Yeah, you didn't have to. You got to. No, how about this? I was compelled by the love of my heart. I didn't have a choice. There you go. I had to kiss him. Is that, that okay? I can accept that. Right. Okay, good. <laughs> Yeah, that's like people say I had to go to work today. No, you've got to go to work today. <laughs> Some people don't have a choice. All right. So without further ado, mumbling and rambling, we're going to bring on our guest, Jennifer Swafford and magic. We've got with us Miss Jennifer Swafford uh, and Jennifer uh, is a, uh, a really cool lady from what I've read about her so far. And I'm, I'm really excited to have her on. She is a blogger, an elementary school teacher, and a private tutor, not necessarily in that order. And I found her because of her blog. It sucks to be fat.com. And that's S U X. It sucks to be fat.com. Uh, hey, Jennifer, how's it going tonight? Hey, it's going great. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're excited to have you. Um, we, you know, basically, one meal will work out. The whole idea is the reason this podcast exists is to attempt to help people. Um, be more fit, take control of their life and their health. And I know that that's your motivation um, to, to do what you do. And so I don't want to jump too far ahead. So before I go, like I always want to do and just jump into everything and talk like I've known you a million years and, and skip by things that people out there may, they're listening may not even know. Tell us a little bit about yourself beyond what little intro I've already given you and kind of tell us where you were and talk about your journey and just kind of give us the, the 411 on Jennifer Swafford. Okay, sounds good. Um, I am married and I have a dog but no children. Um, three and a half years ago in January, I was extremely overweight, weighing about 280 pounds and was pretty sick of, of being sick and tired, sick and tired right. of being sick and tired. So I, um, I just got into going to Weight Watchers and my parents actually gave me some incentive to go and 
my mom didn't want to go with my dad, and so she said if I'd go with them, they'd pay for it. So I was like, hey, sure, why not? You know, can't hurt. So I um, I joined Weight Watchers, and we wanted to try to start a family. So I knew that anything I could do to be healthier would help us in the long run to have that family. So right. I slowly That's pretty big started. Motivation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I knew I was going to have trouble from past medical history anyway. So I knew being over 100 pounds overweight was certainly not going to help. So I um, everything just kind of fell into place. I had the right frame of mind, and I had the incentive of them, my parents paying for the for me to go. And so I joined with my dad and gradually started to lose weight. And the more successful I was, the more I felt like I could actually lose the weight this time because I I'm a repeat weight watcher. Probably this is probably my fourth time. So fourth time um, with just with specifically with Weight Watchers. Just Weight Watchers. I've done lots of other things too, but this is my fourth fourth or fifth time with just Weight Watchers, and I always felt like Weight Watchers was kind of real life because they actually teach you how to eat. It's not prepackaged. Right. It's not meal plans that you get in the mail. It's actually real life food at real restaurants and food you cook and, you know, they really emphasize exercise. So I really like what they believe in, but I just wasn't in the right frame of mind before when I did it. So I just slowly, slowly started taking off the weight and the more successful I was, the more I knew I could actually do it. And the biggest thing was I never, I never quit. So going on three and a half years, I am a faithful weight watcher and I've lost about 104 pounds. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, now, so the, do you think the big difference the fifth time, um, over the first four times was that core motivation of wanting to be healthy to be, to, to try to have a family? You think that was the big difference or do you think, uh, it was a combination of things? Um, I definitely think the core of wanting to start a family was my biggest motivation. Um, You know, they always say whatever you get from something has to be, like, obviously people who are extremely overweight are getting something from the food, whether it's emotional or being satisfied or whatever. And I wanted, it's all in what you want, and I want to be able to get pregnant more than I want what's how something tastes or more than I want how good food is, you know, healing-wise. So I really think that, that's certainly the core, but then as I found myself successful, then my motivators became other things. Uh, Jen, having, having lost, you said now about 104 pounds, uh, how are you uh, physically on that goal toward being uh, ready to have children? Um, actually, we're, we're doing very well. We've been seeing doctors and they have actually found nothing wrong with me at this point. Um, I used to have extremely irregular cycles, and my body was obviously very messed up. And ever since I've lost weight, everything has kind of fallen into place exactly how it should be. So um, without too much detail, (laughs) you know, every... I think we can call you Jen now. (laughs) Yeah, it's happening exactly. It's happening like it should, and everything is, you know, my body is actually, quote, normal in terms of how, you know, it's supposed to be for a woman, and I was never like that before. Yeah, I, the, the reason I ask is my wife and I had a similar story. It, uh, 
uh, took us about seven years to conceive our first child uh, for a number of reasons, but among them being that she was not healthy. And uh, she went on, uh, uh, you know, a, a rather significant life-changing plan and uh, lost about 75 pounds. And uh, and then we had uh, three children in four years. So uh, it does awesome. it does work. Awesome. Yeah, and it, it's amazing how many, you know, beyond the traditional things that people always talk about, the heart disease and the blood pressure and the diabetes, how many other peripheral things that aren't necessarily always tied to it that are tied to that weight loss? Like for me, a couple of them were sleeping, which we we, we know about that on this show because we've had Dr. Leibowitz on to talk about it, but you don't realize a lot of times how being overweight, how it really damages your sleep life. And then the other one for me was gastric um, gastric reflux. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I, I, I used to have, to have that, bad gastric reflux. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's I pretty much gone. Had, I, right. I had migraines, um, severe migraines. And as soon as I started losing weight, I haven't had another one since. Wow. And, you know, I'm, and, I'm well, I've, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're the guest. Um, I, was, I, <laughs> I was also on high blood pressure medicine and now my blood pressure is completely normal. And, you know, a lot of people do it for health, which is awesome. And mine is a different aspect of health, but right. all the health benefits I received are like an added bonus to, to what I, you know, now feel. So, well, for years I suffered from back pain. I, I had done something really stupid in college and carried a, well, actually it was after college when I first moved to, to Tyler, Texas, where we lived and carried a washing machine up a flight of stairs by myself because we didn't have any friends in the town and hurt my back. You know, at that time I thought I was invincible because I was what, 24 years old or something. And, um, so you, for years I'd suffered with back pain and since I've lost weight, that's gone. I mean, I, I, my back might get yeah. tired a little bit if I stay bent over at the waist working on a fence all day or something like that. But as far as the chronic back pain of waking up in the morning and doing the old man, you know, one hand on my back and waddling mm -hmm. to the bathroom type thing, that's gone. So I, I think that's awesome that, you know, a great thing to point out to people that you're listening. You may be thinking, I want to lose weight because I want to look better or, you know, maybe it's the blood pressure, or this, that, or the other. But there's, if you're significantly overweight, you're going to see multiple, most likely, multiple health benefits from it. So Now, Jennifer, do you, do you see Weight Watchers as your your life plan? Is that something you plan to do from now on? Or is it a tool to get you where you want to be and then you're going to uh, change? What, what What is your long-term plan, if I, if I may ask? Um, I, I will never, I can't see myself ever not going to Weight Watchers. And the thing about, the thing about what the Weight Watchers program is once you reach a healthy BMI range, you go for free. You don't pay any more. You only weigh in once a month. Um, so they're giving you the tools are the meetings, which are your, your, your main tool is your meeting and that success, you know, that group of people, you basically get to go for free as long as you stay within that healthy weight range. So because at that point you're mentors goal, for the others. So you become their marketing plan. Exactly. Yeah. Well, That's yes. awesome. and, and I would like to eventually be, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher, so I have that in my heart and I feel like I'm pretty good at teaching and I would love to be a leader but you can't be a leader until you do reach that, they call it lifetime goal, which mm -hmm. is a healthy BMI range. And I haven't reached that yet. So as soon as I get there, then I will actually try to have a little part-time job to work for them in order just to reach more people. Because that's my ultimate goal through all of this. I feel like I was put in that obese situation so that I could later help other people. And 
I'm all about finding the good and the bad, and this is definitely what my blog and me sharing is the good that's come out of those many years of the bad. Well, Mark, um, so will Dawn... I, will I ever quit Weight Watchers? No, probably not. But it's not its not really a program to me. It's my life. And and they are... It is a support group. That's all it basically is. So I, I can't see myself ever not going. And Don has been doing Weight Watchers on and off for the last few months here. He's gone through some significant life changes, changing job after several years and new job and that kind of stuff. So I don't know how, Don, you can talk about, you know, how successful quote unquote you've been at staying on it recently but you do some have some experience with it i do yeah we um we my wife goes back to weight watchers a lot because it is one of those things that's um you know it's not so structured that you can't you can't live with it but it's one of those things that you do have to stick with it you have to do the work you have to total up your points and you know all that sort of thing and that's kind of where we get tripped up you know either finding recipes that have the points on them. That's usually what we end up going with or totaling up your numbers for the day. Um, and that's kind of, I think where a lot of people get hung up because, you know, nobody likes to measure food and nobody likes to, to look up in a book what you're eating. But, you know, if you don't have some kind of control, that's kind of where, how you get to the point that you need to go to Weight Watchers to begin with, I think. Right. So <laughs> it's a battle. Yeah. Well, they it's actually fun. have a new, they have a new tool that, you don't have to count points anymore as long as you eat from a certain list of foods. So that's called, it's, it's a technique that they're called, they call it simply filling where you eat till you're full and satisfied, but you can only eat certain foods. So that is an option for those people that, that do not like the physical counting of the points. Interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Now, you know, it's really interesting that you say that, Jennifer, and, and, and that Mark actually asked you that question because, I was thinking about today, or was it yesterday? It was yesterday about, um, you know, the, 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 for years people have always said, you know, once alcoholic, always an alcoholic. And, you know, they can't ever have that drink and things like that. And, and I will admit, I was and am a foodaholic in the sense that food owned me for 25, 30 years and I was not its master. It was my master. And, but what I'm finding out is, that it's still sitting there at the door waiting to creep in and take over mm-hmm. if I let my guard down. And while I'm not excited about the fact that a certain amount of my mental CPU cycles are going to be taken up probably every day for the rest of my life, guarding myself from being lazy and mm-hmm. eating bad, that's probably the reality. And so I think for me, once I'm resigned myself to that fact and just recognize that's going to be part of my life, um, that it makes it easier to do it and, and easier to stay on that task and stay focused on it. Yeah, it's this, you know, I always say it's not a diet. It has to be your life. And if yeah. I had quit Weight Watchers when I hit a plateau two years ago, where would I be now? Probably as big as I was to begin with. And I think that's the problem. People don't see success and they give up and they quit. And I, I'm not, I haven't put a time frame on it. I've kind of said, this is my life. I have as long as I need to get there. And I haven't been, there's times when I haven't been super structured and counted every point and exercise like I should, but I still continue every single week to go to those meetings because that's the accountability I need, even if I've gained. And I still go and continue because, there, you know, there's no time limit on life. You've got, you, you've got as long as you need to get it right till you die. So, 
I the biggest thing for me is just not quitting. Once you even if you choose a different program per se, right. don't don't give up on it. Keep keep going back to it because the minute you give up, you're going to just continue to fall back down over and over again. You know, and I don't know if, if you've had the chance to read anything on on my website on the one meal one workout website, but the basic philosophy of the one meal one workout idea um, is not work out one time, eat one meal a day. I and mean, that's not what it is. Even though people think that a lot of times, right? It makes, it's a great conversation starter though. They say that the t-shirt says the way the logo is, they say, what's one meal workout, you know? Um, but the idea is that you approach it one meal at a time, one workout at a time. And that doesn't, right. that takes away the excuse. Uh, right. well, I've blown it. I'll start again next Monday or next month. Um, Absolutely. and it helps you get right back in the wagon after the wagons run over you. So, um, talking about websites, tell us about your blog. Um, First of all, okay. you have the coolest little graphic up at the top. <laughs> I love the you. little, the little cookie gift. eater. Yeah, that was a gift from my husband. He had a, a graphic designer draw that out for me as a gift. But, um, yeah, it was a year ago, New Year's Day. We were sitting around um, at my sister's house, and we were talking about how much we hated dieting and, you know, this this continual cycle and I had just lost over 75 pounds my first year and she was needing to lose a lot of weight and so we were just discussing it and my husband's like you guys should really start a blog and we said oh okay sure why not <laughs> and um, he is an extremely tech savvy person and I knew he could make it for us and we had intentionally we had originally started the wanting to do it together and the more she realized she had to really put herself out there the more she said I just can't do it and we're very different you know how siblings sometimes are very different so right. I'm an open book and she's a closed book so she, <laughs> she decided it wasn't right for her at that time and I decided to go on it on my own so my husband awesome. built it for me and I just I have a gift of writing um, that I've had forever and so it flows naturally and easily for me. And I love to motivate others. You know, having been on this journey, I know how much how much it does suck to be fat. And I've been there. And I just feel like, you know, that blog is my tool to reach people who are hurting and who are needing inspiration. Um, so it's, a, it's my open book out there for my struggles, my successes, and everything in between. I find it ironic that you chose a chocolate cupcake with pink frosting and chocolate chips as your background, though. <laughs> yes, and that that was the original. Before I had the graphic, we had put that on the back because, you know, that's all part of it. That's how we got there. But we are actually right now. In it's the a warning. Of, yeah, we're actually moving over to a new server and the cupcake is going to disappear. So it will no longer be there. It's like the the hazardous but, the hazardous cargo symbol, you know, the radioactive right. warning. <laughs> that's right. Well, your your uh, blog has has done awesome, and you've gotten a really incredible presence on Facebook, and um, you know, uh, really a lot of response to it. And, that, and that's that's a testament a to your um, journey that you've taken, and b to your transparentness, and c to your writing abilities. And so, I just wanted to go ahead and and tell everybody if you didn't know, if you haven't checked out, it sucks to be fat yet. Uh, Jennifer just won the uh, the Fitness Magazine Fitterati Blog Award for the best weight loss blog. 
she got the most votes in her in the weight loss blog category, and she won that award. And I was very excited for you. I voted, FYI. And uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. Much. And you, I, you can say that mine was the winning one if you want. That's okay. Oh, know. okay. Uh, yeah, that was that final one, right? That put you over the top. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. that's a, that's awesome um, to get that kind of recognition. And it is a great blog. You know, I, I've gone there many times myself and uh, checked out lots of the things that you posted. Um, one of the things I know that you're doing, and again, I'm just kind of jumping around. You're training for a what for a half right now, a half marathon. I or actually triathlon? finished my ha- I no, it was a half, and I I ran it in February or March, um, the right. beginning of March. I ran the Publix half marathon downtown Atlanta, um, and then I have actually already signed up for my next one which will be in the fall. I can't do any in the summer. It's way too hot here. But, um, <laughs> yes, I'm actually planning to do one in October of this year. So I've caught the bug. Um, and, you know, I really was not a runner. And I was just a walker. And I would walk, you know, I would do 5 and 10Ks just walking mostly, a little light jogging. And a friend of mine asked if I wanted to do a half marathon. I said, sure, you know, not thinking, oh, sure, why not? And I went online and researched an eight-week training plan because that's about how long I had. And I made out my schedule and I actually stuck to it and trained for it. And I finished in a really great time, went much better than I thought I would. And I actually ran the entire thing and didn't walk any of it. So that was a huge, awesome. huge accomplishment for me. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, we need to figure out a time since we're both local. You know, I'm here in the Marietta area. Uh, right. We need we need to figure out a, a race that we can we can do together so we can see each other at. Even if we don't quote unquote do it together. I probably can't keep up with you, but um, we can yeah. <laughs> see each other and shake hands and, and congratulate each other. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'd love that. I'm or if you'd like to drive down to Jacksonville, um, if yeah. you head down to, in Jacksonville in August, Don has signed up for a, a, a mud race down there in, in the Jacksonville, Florida area. And I think I'm going to try to go down there with him, too. That'd be a lot of fun. We could do that one. Awesome. If, you're in, if, you, yeah. if you've never done a mud run before, they're a lot of fun. But anyway, I, dig, yeah, I digress, I as I always do. So um, tell us a little bit about the blog. So, so the person that's listening to this podcast as they're running down the road and they don't have a computer that they can pull up and look at right now, what kind of things do you okay. tackle? You already mentioned... Um, that you like to write, but you, you don't do just a little blog post about today I ate three cupcakes and I felt bad. You, no. you have all kinds of different content on there. Yeah, I'm not much of a, of a food journalist. I don't really lay out everything I eat. You know, I've seen some that say, this is what I ate for breakfast and lunch and dinner, and I don't really do that. I'm more of a, I talk about emotions and how I'm feeling and why I'm eating the way that I do. Um, I also do reviews of products that I like, especially right. if I find one that I love. Like I just did one on earbuds, sport earphones, because for I so long, that. those earbuds that, that come with your iPod or iPhone, they, <laughs> they, they hurt, physically hurt my ears and they would not stay in. And I finally found one that was awesome. So I, I do reviews. I do recipes. Um, I never make my own recipes because I'm not that talented, but I go out and find healthy recipes and then I try them. If they're good, I post them. If they're not good, I'm not going to put them on there for my readers. But um, I do, I share my weekly weigh-in every Monday um, after I go to Weight Watchers. I share how I did and I also talk a little bit about what they talked about in our meeting just to kind of get that support out there for people who can't go to the meetings for whatever reason. 
Um, cool. Yeah, I put lots of before and after pictures on there. Um, I talk about running some. I do some, you know, I had a big thing about the whole half marathon and right. running that. So. For some reason, I don't know why. I, I knew you had run the half marathon already. I knew you had, had I re, as soon as you said that, I was like, I knew that because you talked about your toenails, I bl if I remember right. Yes, I had, yeah. yeah, I got a black toenail from it. Yeah, and, and, but for some reason, I thought I saw in there somewhere, are you, are you considering, are you training, maybe I just saw that you, you put something about training for your next one. Maybe I missed it um, as I was reading through. I, or, I, I don't know where I thought got the, uh, the triathlon idea in there too. I'm mixing it all up. Maybe you should yeah. go for a triathlon. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Somebody. I'm saying that's a great idea. Maybe you're the little bug in my ear to say, hey, you should do a triathlon. Okay, sure. I, I'm, yeah, I've, no, I've actually I, got plans to do one of those myself. Um, but oh, um, the, the biking part of it, um, I had some, some uh, IT band problems this last fall and the biking still seemed to kind of aggravate that. But I'm I'm working my way back up to it, so that's that's one one of my goals is to do one of those this year. Oh, awesome! I'm I'm a little more intimidated about the swimming because I'm I'm an I'm a good swimmer, but I don't do the whole side you know head thing where you come right. up to get air. I'm more of like breaststroke, and so I don't know how that would be, but I would yeah, definitely consider it. <laughs> one thing I have yeah. noticed that you know when I weighed 150 pounds more, I floated a lot better. I used to get yeah, I was so because exactly. fat floats. Right to the top. <laughs> Fat float, so I could jump in the pool and just take a big breath of air and close my mouth, and I would literally bob like a cork. And yeah, I, don't, I can't absolutely. do that anymore. So I, I'm actually not as—I wasn't as good a swimmer as I thought I was. I just floated really well. Right. But I'm I'm, I'm hoping to uh, to train up for that a little bit. You said that would be awesome. Now, um, you know, we've got uh, uh, in the show notes here. For those of you that don't know, I, we use Google Docs. Um, giving a little shout out to Google because they need all the help they can get. You know, for people to find out about them. Nobody knows what right. Google is. Uh, we use Google Docs for our show notes, and it's kind of cool because right now me, Mark, Don, and Jennifer can all see the same exact show notes. And the last question I posed in the show notes, we're going to use them as an outline, is anything else you want to talk about? And Jennifer, you, you said, I'd love to talk about not giving up. And I, I think that is so key because, um, you know, a year and a half, almost two years ago when I started, um, one of my friends started with me. We started literally together walking and running. And then he got sidetracked by, by life and got pulled away. And about a year into it, I had lost, oh, I don't know, 125, 30 pounds. And one day it just hit me that if he could have just stuck, if he had just done what I did, mm -hmm. he would have lost 100 pounds too. There's no, there's nothing super special about me. I just kept doing it whenever he quit doing it. And so exactly. it's all about the going back again when you fall, when you when you quit, when you miss that day, when you have that bad day. So just take a minute and and. Jump on the soapbox and riff on not giving up and encourage the people out there yeah. that are, maybe that just gave up or are thinking about giving up to not do right. that. Right. Yeah. You know, we, like I said a little bit earlier, this is life and it's, you're going to have really bad days, weeks, even months. You know, I have plateaued for the last couple months and I did it around the same time last year. I plateaued and just kind of hung out where I was and we know we know why, because we're not careful or we're not sticking to the plan or we're not exercising. Right. But even even though we know what we should do, we're just not doing it. And that's okay because one day we're going to get that fire again and we're going to start moving again and we're going to get back on it. But I think no matter what program you choose, if you choose a, a program or whatever you decide to do that works for you, you have to, you have to give it 110%. And even when you don't, you have to go back. Just 
you know, if you went to Weight Watchers before and it's been two months and you think you're going to be embarrassed when you walk in because those people are going to be like, where have you been? They're not thinking that. They're so glad that you're there. They don't care that you haven't been there. They're just so uh-huh. glad you're back. And if you do a, you know, a meal program through the mail or whatever, reorder, get it coming in because I just feel like you've got to get right back on it because if you don't, what I've found from my past is I you fall so far back to where you were and then I used to fall even further behind. Right. So my my biggest thing is I refuse to stop going to Weight Watchers because that's what I need to get me through these these months or weeks that are hard for me due to stress or life or whatever. But right. I have made myself that promise that I will not I will not give up. I have to just keep going back. So, you know, the blog is certainly helping keep me motivated and the people out there, you know, when they hear about my struggles, but it's also that support that you have from people who are going through the exact same things you are. And if you don't go to those meetings or you don't talk to people about what's going on, you can't get that support that you need. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I, that that I that commitment to Weight Watchers is kind of what I've done with my commitment to running. I have my Absolutely. schedule Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and barring you know best friend's birthday party or something, some kind of conflict like that, I just I just have decided I just won't allow myself not to go run, even if I ate you know double chicken turkey fajitas and I'm about to die because I'm allergic right. to poultry because I am allergic to poultry, which would be really stupid for me to eat chicken fajitas, but because there is no such thing <laughs> as a chicken fajita because a fajita is a cut of meat. That's like a chicken pot roast. There's no such thing. But anyway, Aaron, um, dial it back. Um, here I go. It's, it's the diet, Dr. K. Um, I'm not going to give myself an excuse to not go run. Even if, like I said, even if I had a bad day and I ate 4,000 calories that day and I had a double bowl of ice cream at lunch, it doesn't matter. I can still stay okay. that commitment. And then what happens is it it focuses back in, and when I'm out there running with that bowl of ice cream in my belly, I'm saying, okay, Aaron, you don't want to do that again on Thursday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you don't want to be run, running with a double cheeseburger in your belly on Thursday, so let's not do that again for a while. What I say to myself is, okay, Jennifer, all this pain you're encountering right now is only combating what you ate two hours ago. Was it worth <laughs> exactly. it? And Usually the answer is no. It was not worth it. <laughs> it's funny that you said that. I had that exact thought Monday. Monday afternoon when I was leaving work, um, my coworker, who's evil, by the way, if you're out there listening, Randy, you're evil. Not really. I, I love you. But you have that bowl of M&Ms at your desk all the time. Since you weigh 90 pounds, it doesn't seem to bother you. She's got this bowl of M&Ms perpetually at her desk. And I normally have done good and just maybe get one a day or something like that. But I got one. Then I got three as I was standing there talking. Then I got five. And before I knew it, I'd probably eaten 15. So I was out mm-hmm. running Monday night, and I was probably a quarter mile into it, and I thought, when I get done, I'll just burn off the calories that I ate with that handful That's of right. M&Ms. Doesn't make, make any them gains, taste but, so good after that, does it? No, but at least I'm not going <laughs> back. It doesn't taste quite as good. Yeah. If, if it, even if it just helped help me hold my own on Monday, I, you know, I, I, at least I didn't go That's backwards. Right. That's right. Well, Jennifer, I, I don't make this offer to everybody. Um or can I, should I call you Jen? I don't make this offer to everybody, but uh, I, I would love if you ever have a topic, if you have something that you're passionate about and you want to get it down in a podcast format um, and then link to it from your, from your, from your blog or whatever, we are, we are available for you. Cause I think you've got a, a great uh, testimony for all the people out there, the women, men, whoever that, that are um, struggling to lose weight 
you've got a you've got a great handle on the longevity of it and and the time and the commitment that it takes to do it. And you're three and a half years into this, and I think you've got uh, you've got a voice that that people are listening to. So if you ever want to do another podcast, I'm just going to throw that out there. You just give me a call or an email or or whatever, and awesome. uh, let me know let me know what your topic is. And I'm probably I'll probably be hitting you back up with a topic idea here um, in the not too distant future. We actually talked about plateauing before. As a show topic, uh-huh. and we might circle back around to that end because that is that is the Achilles heel of every person trying to lose weight is that when they hit that plateau, right. you know, you're doing so good and you hit the plateau and it just kind of takes the wind out of your sails if you don't mm-hmm. uh, have some tools Absolutely. in your belt to keep you going. So, Well, that sounds great. We could even do one on that when we do our first triathlon, right? There you go. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's take, it, let's take a date and sign up for it. Sounds, sounds good. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, right. impose upon you one more time before we let you go. What I try to do every week is a, a healthy recipe tip myself. That's what, that's what we try to do on the show. Don's been great in supplying some. Mark got some tips before. My wife's a great cook. I'll, I'll pull some from her. You obviously have done quite a few of these um, on your blog. So what I'd love to do is just link back to one of those um, in our show notes. And, and um, we'll have the, of course, we'll have a link to your regular, your full blog URL, but a specific right. recipe of yours. So does one come to mind that's a favorite, a favorite healthy recipe that we could um, mention here, talk about for a second, and then I'll link back to it in our show notes. Anything in particular? Um, the one that I just did recently, I did a dessert, like a berry cobbler. That Berrylicious cobbler recipe. I'm looking at it right that's now. That's it. And it is, it's stupid easy. <laughs> so, you know, oh, I like that. I it like was stupid so easy. easy literally you take frozen fruit, put it in the pan, dump, I use sugar-free cake mix on top and pour diet Sprite on it. And that's it. And it tastes really, really good. Like I was a little skeptical. And like I said, if I make something that's not good, it's not going on my blog. So <laughs> I was, I was skeptical and we tried it. And my husband who is, you know, he's not always into the diet foods I try to give him. He's like, is this one of those diet foods? But <laughs> he loved it. And so that's, you know, just a testament to how good it really was. And there, it's so easy and it, it tastes like real cobbler. So try that one. Awesome. It's awesome. I will do that. I will definitely yeah. do that. And while, I'm, while we're talking about that, if, uh, if you're a listener to this podcast and you have a healthy recipe tip, Either A, go to the forums at elementopi.com and post it in there where I try to post all of our favorite recipe tips or email it to me at A-R-O-N at onemealoneworkout.com. That's Aaron at onemealoneworkout.com. And we will certainly try it and share it because um, we would love to hear some of your ideas out there, listeners, um, what what you like to eat that's good for you. So uh, we can add some more tools in our own belt. So, Jennifer, thank you very much for being with us. And um, I'm oh, sure we'll hear from you. Welcome. And, um, uh, if you, if you just get a hankering to run a 5k or something, let me know. And me and my wife will show up and run it with you. That'd be fun. Sounds I'm good. All, Sounds you know, we, good. We have the mutual friend that we we're discussing earlier, Gretchen. She's actually been on the show before talking about Weight Watchers and her thing is she just doesn't like to run. She'll admit it. She'd prefer to hike. So yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time getting her to go, to go do 5k's with me. Um, but we like yeah, to do them as no, a family we, and everything else. Yeah, so. Absolutely. There's one Thanksgiving Day on the Marietta Square that's awesome. You should try I'm that one it. if you haven't done that one before. That's so actually, we always um, that's our tradition. The so. gobble yep. jog, right? Yeah, exactly. The yeah, gobble jog. That was actually it. the first five K I ever did, Jennifer, two years ago. Was it um, really awesome? Yeah, 
And then last year I was hurt and wasn't able to do it. And this year I'm going to do it again. And my goal the first year was 40 minutes and I made it in 39.09. My goal this year is 30 awesome. minutes. I remember Aaron awesome. posting on his blog uh, uh, two years ago, two and a half years ago, that yeah. my goal is to run the gobble jog. And at that time uh-huh. he was, you know, 150 plus pounds overweight. And he's yeah. talking about running right. the gobble jog. And I thought, that, my friend, is a big, hairy, audacious goal. And, uh, <laughs> and he did it. It was awesome. That's yep. great. Well, yeah, we always do that one, so that would be Fantastic. that would be well, perfect. Well, there we go. We can we can uh, we'll see each other. If I don't talk to you again, Jen, <laughs> I'll see you Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Good. Thanks All very right, much for being with you. us, and uh, have hey, a great no evening. No problem. All right. Well, that was Jennifer Swafford, uh, super cool lady. I've never met a teacher that I didn't like. Well, actually, there was two of them. My third grade math teacher. No, I'm just kidding. No, Jen- Jennifer's a great lady and has a great story and. Um, She's um, she's making an impact on people's lives. And you read some of the comments and things on her blog that people are responding, and that's fantastic. We were glad to have her, and 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 we're honored to have her on the show. So I've already plugged the forums a little bit and mentioned every podcast uh, talking to Jennifer before the show. But Mark, give us just a, the 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 seven point eight second spiel for Elmanopi. Well, since you gave me the floor, I'm I'm going to do something first. Oh. Uh, she she uh, Jennifer talked about uh, that it, it's not worth it moments. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to share one of those I had recently. Oh yeah, um, I I bought a bag uh, of the new taco flavored Doritos corn chips just out of mm-hmm. curiosity, and I brought them home. We were having uh, a get together. I do that often actually, um, and I got just a great big nasty handful of them and was munching them. And afterward, I as I have become uh, religious about doing, I put everything in my little calorie counter app on my phone. So I, I scanned the barcode of it and pulled it up and it was 10 chips is 140 calories. And I didn't count the number of chips, but I reasoned that I probably had 35 to 40 chips in my big giant handful. And yeah. I turned to my wife and I literally said, it's not worth it. They they weren't that good. It, they were a tasty snack, but holy crap, I had like 500 calories yeah. In that one handful, totally not worth it. That's a meal worth of calories. So that that was that was just a very recent. It's not worth it moment I had. It's funny that you that that um we because I had one myself today. My wife yesterday she, I opened the freezer and, and there was a thing of ice cream in the freezer. I said we have ice cream. Uh, as in, what are you doing to me? You know, you're killing me. And she said it's for school tomorrow. It's, it's teacher appreciation week at Nathaniel School. So every day they're doing something special, and she's very involved with uh, his class and everything. I was like, oh good, Whew, that was close. So she goes today and takes the uh, takes the ice cream, and they have ice cream tomorrow. They're having homemade red velvet uh, cupcakes that she made today, and she asked me to um, put the, the leftover cream cheese icing in a bag and put it in the freezer. That didn't go well, just FYI. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, I, I got most of it into the bag. But um, so she came back from school today, though, and had leftover ice cream. And so I, I picked it up um, and, and looked at it. And uh, I, was, I was about to get a bowl of it. I looked at the back of it, and it was 140 calories, mostly fat, for a half a cup. You know, and I know I can't eat a half a cup of ice cream. A half a cup is just a tease. Yeah, it's like 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 two spoonfuls. Yeah. So I'll eat at least a cup. So that's 280 calories. And in all honesty, there's not that much in there. I'll probably finish it off. That'll be more like a cup and a half. So that'll be like 300, 420 calories. And and the same thing, I said, you know what? It's not worth it. Just threw it back in the freezer and uh, got a banana instead. And so, yeah, if you can, that's the thing about Weight Watchers and uh, and, uh, loseit.com and myfitnesspal.com. Which one do you use, Mark? Uh, It's just called uh, Calorie Counter. It's just an app on my phone. Fancy calorie counter. I love when they name things cleverly like that. Calorie counter. The thing about that, what it does is it educates you. It it helps you learn what you're doing, what you're putting in your face. 
And after a while, you you gauge the things that you normally eat. uh, Humans typically eat, uh, or not humans, Americans typically eat about 35 foods all the time. That's all they eat. And and once you familiarize yourself with that, you can go to a restaurant and know, yeah, at this restaurant, it may not be specifically this, but roughly that cheeseburger is 500 calories. And and you start being able to do that math uh, on the fly. Yeah. And, and you usually know, too, unless you go to Johnny Carino's and accidentally eat 7,000 calories like I did that one time, what's typically better for you on the menu? Right. Oh, the salmon's going to be pretty good for me, and the salad's going to be pretty good for me. I need to get the green beans instead of the mashed potatoes, you know, that kind of thing. Start making those substitutionary choices. So, all right, Mark, I'm giving you. I'm going to go ahead and give you your full 7.8 seconds that I offered you earlier, in spite of the fact that you, uh, you, you didn't earn any uh, extra. You added content That's that cold. was valid to the show. <laughs> <laughs> with why thank you uh elementop.com it's the uh, production company for the one meal one workout pro- podcast there are forums there where we encourage you to get together and uh, communicate with other one meal one workout listeners pretty good pretty good i think Excellent. that was about nine seconds yeah we'll, we'll give it to you that's fine since you own the network and all uh <laughs> we'll let you have time on your podcast that you own so all right um i think that's it for this week and uh we're excited again to have Jennifer on the show. Don, thank you for dialing in remotely. Don's a traveling for business. He's using somebody else's internet today for free. Actually, it's not for free. Right. It's rolled into the cost of the hotel room, I'm sure. And Mark, as yes, always, thanks very much. And uh, for our listeners out there, send us those emails. Keep up the questions. And um, we will talk to you next time. Oh, yeah. Before you begin any diet or exercise program, it's recommended you consult your health care provider.